Aloha, and welcome to the Murph's Place 808 for the Love of Golf podcast. I am your host, Murph. How is it going, people? Uh, long time, no talk. We've uh, just finished up with the holiday season. Happy New Year to everybody. I hope everybody had a, uh, a happy New Year's Eve and got to celebrate with some friends and some loved ones. Uh, it was uh, quite eventful here. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the the show that is put on by the people of Hawaii as far as fireworks go, but uh, go to YouTube and just Google like either uh, Waianae or um, Eba Beach or Waipahu or even just West Side Hawaii fireworks, and you will not believe what it looks like on New Year's Eve in, in this area. It is crazy. Uh, I went to the Giovanni's to watch the Buckeye game uh, when they played Georgia. Myself and uh, John Harmon went down and watched the game. Uh, unfortunately, the Buckeyes could not hold on to their lead into the fourth quarter and uh, missed a field goal at the end of the game to to win it. But uh, there's, there's always next year. We'll look forward to next year. It was kind of funny, too, because Giovanni's is a huge Buckeye bar on Saturdays. And normally on an average game, there's usually 70 to 80 Buckeye fans up there watching the game. And uh, I was surprised there wasn't a lot more than what there was for uh, the Georgia game. And it was funny because Ski, uh, not Ski, John was uh, John was rooting for Georgia, not because he's a Georgia fan. He's an Oklahoma fan, but he was rooting for Georgia just to mess with me. But there was a lady in there that was not happy with his rooting. She she's an she sat right next to me. She's an um, uh, alumni from the Buckeye from uh, Ohio, the the Ohio State University, and uh, she was not happy with John hooping and hollering every time Georgia did something good. And she told me she was going to grab him by the ear and take him outside, and then another guy was going to beat him up. But uh, I told her that he was only doing that to mess with me that he is not even a Georgia fan, but because he knows I'm a Buckeye fan and we work together, that he was doing that for my benefit. So she kind of calmed down a little bit. She was really mad, but she kind of calmed down a little bit, and then she was just jokingly, every time he'd say something, hoop or holler, she would, like, nudge me with her elbow because she was sitting right next to me, and then she'd just give him a death stare. So anyhow, uh, uh, so after that, um, I came home, and I fell asleep because I was tired and we'd been partaking of some uh, alcoholic beverages. And uh, I woke up to the house shaking. Uh, I thought it was caving in. And it was 10 till 12 a.m., 10 minutes before New Year's. And I walked outside and across the street, it was like a major display of fireworks. These guys don't mess around with just sparklers and firecrackers. These are legit fireworks that they, you know, that cities put on for, for their fireworks display. And it was all over the neighborhood. I mean, it was crazy. So, uh, that was my new year's Eve getting woke up at 10 till 12 and, uh, standing outside across watching the fireworks, uh, across the street, uh, behind my neighbor's house. So, 
Uh, other than that, it's been a good new new uh, new year so far. Can't complain too much. The new golf season obviously has started, and uh, we'll get into that. Uh, the Fia Fia had a chance to take Joe down on Sunday, and uh, I was I was staying right with him on the front nine. We got to nine, and I hit my ball into the uh, creek, uh, the water. Took a double bogey, so I was two shots back going into the tenth hole, and uh, I knew you, you get two shots behind on Joe P for the Fia Fia, and it's almost impossible to make up. He he's not going to make any mistakes, and he didn't. He threw in a few more birdies. I couldn't make any more birdies, uh, and he ended up retaining the belt again. He's still the champ. Nobody can beat him, but. Uh, we had fun. We we tried to we gave it a run. Now and, and it's what's bad is that the Fia Fia started out, we'd have 10, 15 guys out there. Now it's basically three, four, five at the most, but mainly it's just three. So Joe P still the champ. I tried to tried to get him, but I couldn't get him. Uh Beach Boys, we had a, a few week layoff. Uh holidays and everything. We didn't have any any golf schedules, so uh, but we played this past Monday. We played at Eva Beach. The course was always in, it's always in good shape. Have no complaints about it. I played halfway decent, but I didn't play great. I ended up shooting an 80, but I took an eight on hole number 17 because I couldn't keep it out of the water. So uh, that wasn't good. And I also three putted that green. So I took an eight on that hole. Uh, did play well enough to retain the goat belt uh, over Troy. So that was the only thing that, you know, that was positive about that. I, I've had a couple of people contact me on the website about the uh, Beach Boys and about joining the club. The schedule is partially up on the website right now, uh, beachboysgolfclub.org. And you could go on there and look and see what the schedule is, what we're playing. This week coming up, Monday, is a holiday. So we're going to be playing Leila Hua at 11 a.m., if anybody's uh, interested in coming out and possibly joining the club or, or at least coming out and wanting to play and try to see uh, what it's like and if, if they'd be interested in joining, please send me a message on the website that you're interested in coming out and playing, and we'll get you set up with a tee time that you could come out and try it. Uh, it's only $60 to join for the year. We play every Monday, some somewhere different, but it's usually the same rotation of courses. So we play Eva Beach. Coral Creek, Hawaii Kai, uh, Leilahua, Waikale, uh, and then we have a turkey shoot in November. We play two days, Colina, Kapole, or, or Hawakale, depending. But uh, if you're interested in joining, come out and, and give it a shot. We got a bunch of good guys. The club is, the numbers are dwindling, dwindling down a little bit. We don't have as many members as we used to. But uh, the, the guys that we do have are, are a bunch of great guys. Um, so if, you, if you're interested in joining, like I said, send me a message on our website, and uh, I'll, I'll get you set up. And there was a, a couple of guys that did send me messages. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, that schedule is up. You asked me about scheduling. Uh, the schedule is up for the next few months, and uh, I will be adding the rest of the dates here very shortly uh within the week or two so uh come out check the website there's a schedule tab you can check and see um 
where we're playing and what time and uh just just send us a message okay uh let's take a short break and we'll be right back all right welcome back everybody uh hawaii state golf association the new season tournament season is starting it's coming uh the very first tournament will be the four ball tournament at uh ted macalena and that's going to be february 25th and 26th uh, the February 25th and 26th date is for the uh, championship flight, the senior flight, and I believe the women's flight. Uh, the A and B flight will play the weekend before that. So I believe it's like the 16th and 18th or something like that, or 16th and 17th. So they'll they'll play, the A and B flight will play the weekend before um, and then the championship flight, uh, the women's flight, and the senior flight plays the following weekend. I think they split it up like that because there's too many golfers and, and not enough time to, to run the tournament um, to get everybody out on one weekend to play. So it's a good tournament. Obviously, four ball, for those that don't know what it is, you uh, it's a two-man team. Joe P. and I will be partners again this year. We've been partners for the last two years. And both years, we missed the cut by one stroke. So hopefully this year, it's going to have a different result, <laughs> us teaming up. Because he ha- actually, Joe's been playing pretty well. And I, and my game's been improving um, over the last month or so. But we'll see what happens. Um, but if you're um, interested, the four-ball tournament is a two-man team. And then you each play your own ball, the entire hole. You play your own ball. And then whoever has the best score, that's the score you use. So say Joe gets a birdie and I get a par, our team score for that hole is birdie. So that's what four ball is. Um, So that'll be the first tournament. And then I believe the second tournament is going to be the state amateur at Leilahua. And that's in March. But uh, I'll, I'll report on that next week about the date and the time for that. Um, but that's the Hawaii State Golf Association, the, the new season starting. Um, looking forward to it. I, I, I don't believe, I thought somebody asked me the other day if they were going to be uh, bringing back the Barber's Invitational Tournament and the one at Mamala Bay. But I don't think that they are. I haven't seen the full schedule yet. I've just seen a, a few of the schedules that were posted on the website um, or a few of the tournaments, but uh, I don't know if they're going to have the Barber Invitational or uh, the Mamala Bay tournament back on the schedule for this year. I know we, you know, it was on there before COVID hit, and then after COVID came, they um, obviously we didn't play any, any tournaments um, during that, and so they – they never brought it back when they brought the new schedule back for the, when we started playing again. So I don't know if those two will be on there. Somebody was asking me that the other day about the barbers. They, they like playing that one. So, um, PGA news, the season started off for the PGA tour this week, this past weekend, they played, uh, the century tournament, uh, of champions at Kapalua, the plantation course over on Maui. Uh, what and what a great course and what a and what a great tournament um obviously that tournament is only uh for the winners of 
last year's tournaments. They invite all the winners that won a tournament last year to play in this uh, at Kapalua. So uh, I, th- I thought Colin Marikawa, he was playing great, and I thought he was going to win the tournament. But John Rahm, man, he had other plans. John, he was seven shots back uh, at the start of Sunday's round. And he got it. He was, I think he was like on, on 13, on the 13th hole, he was uh, six shots back. And from there on, he rolled in three birdies and an eagle. And then with a final birdie, he shot 63 and ended up winning the tournament over Morikawa. And Morikawa, he's one of my favorite players, but uh, his short game just hurt him the last <laughs> down the stretch there. Uh, he chunked a shot or it, it was like kind of into the grain of the thing. Uh, and he was trying to chip a shot up there. Uh, he blasted one out of the, uh, out of the bunker over to green. It's just his short game that that's been his downfall. Whenever he's not, uh, played well, it's normally his short game. It's not his irons or his, or his driver. I mean, he's pretty steady with those, but anyhow, congrats to John Rahm. Uh, he took the win and, uh, this week, those guys come over to Oahu for the first full field tournament of the year, the Sony open at wildlife country club. And, uh, that is a, I, I don't know if, if you're here or if you've ever played uh wildlife country club, it's a really nice course. It's not really that long. As a matter of fact, uh, during the tournament, they flip the nines. So the very first hole regularly is now the tenth hole for the tournament, and one of the par f- uh, one of the par fives they turn into a par four for this tournament. Um, so it's a it's a great place to play. It's always kept in good condition. I mean, obviously, it's private. You got to play with a member. You can be their guest and and play as a, with a member. But um, that will be the first full field tournament of the year. And last year, wow, what a great what a great finish! We saw an amazing finish by uh, um, Hideki Matsuyama. Um, he played good coming in on eighteen. And uh, was tied with uh, Russell Henley. And then they played the 18th again, the playoff hole. And Hideki ended up making eagle and, uh, and, and won that tournament. And that was, it, was, it was cool. Because when they came up 18 the first time, I've never seen it there before. I've never seen this done at the Sony before. When they came up 18... If you've ever watched like uh, U.S. Not, uh, U.S. Open, uh, like uh, U.S. Amateur or whatever, you'll see when they're f- coming up the final hole, like the crowd, the gallery comes from the sides and walks behind them up to the green to, to watch. That's what happened at the Sony last year. We walked right up to the green while they were getting ready, when they were putting, finishing the 18th hole. And... I don't know if it was the marshals were kind of overwhelmed because all the people just went that they wasn't, weren't able to stop everybody. 
But when they went back and played the playoff hole, they played 18 again. This time, they had marshals lined up all along the edge of the the ropes uh, of the fairway. And when they walked up, they wouldn't let anybody walk up behind them to the green again this time. So that was kind of cool. It was, and we were right up there. We we were able to get up there towards the towards the green and watch them finish the 18th hole. But um, yeah, so it was it was pretty cool. I've never seen that done at the Sony Open before. All the years I've worked it and been there, uh, but it was pretty cool to, to see it last year. Uh, this year, the power rankings for the the Sony Open, they've got Tom Kim. Uh, listed number one in the power rankings. Uh, he finished tied fifth over at Kapalua this past weekend. And he's one of my top picks also for this week is uh, Tom Kim. Number two on the power uh, rankings is Russell Henley. He uh, won this tournament 10 years ago. And then obviously last year, Lost the playoff to Hideki, and over at Kapalua this year, this past week, he ended up tied for thirtieth. And they have number three listed Jordan Spieth, which is cool that Jordan's going to be here for this tournament. Uh, he finished tied for thirteenth at Kapalua, and this will be Jordan's first appearance at this tournament um, since two thousand nineteen when he, he 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 was here last. He missed the cut for this tournament, so. And, and kind of just as a side note, uh, they got Hideki listed as number eight on the power rankings list, the guy that won it, you know, last year. So uh, good luck to those guys. I'm planning on going out in, in the morning on Thursday to um, watch a little bit. Uh, I'm not going to get to see Brent. Brent is in the field. Our man, Brent Grant, who, we, who was on the Corn Ferry Tour watch last year, has now made it to the PGA, as everybody knows. And uh, he is back home here in Hawaii, and he will be teeing off on number 10 at 1.30 p.m. on Thursday. So good luck to Brent this week at the tournament. Um, uh, uh, hopefully he's going to make it to Sunday because if uh, what I may do is if he's going to – he's not going to tee off till the afternoon, but I'm going to go in the morning, and so – Friday he should be teeing off in the morning uh and then so maybe I'll go out Friday morning so I can catch him following a few holes out there while he's playing because uh I definitely want to see him I plan on going out Sunday and I hope to see him Sunday in contention to win this thing that would be awesome it'd be amazing and he's got the talent to do it so good luck to Brent this week and uh I still want to get him on here and talk talk to him, so we'll see if we can make that happen. Uh, let's take another short break, and we'll be right back. Stay tuned for new albums from Smart Boy artists C-Money Baby and Dicasso. In the meantime, grab some new summertime merch like swimwear, shorts, slides, and more. Head to www.smartboystudios.com to stay up to date on new music, new videos, new merch, and any upcoming events. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, let's get into the Corn Ferry Tour news. Now, obviously, last year we had our Brent Grant watch, our local boy. This year we have another watch, another local boy. And we, and we kind of watched him last year towards the end of the season. He, he played in a few events. But uh, he played the qualifying tournament this year and, and made it, so he is exempt 
for I believe twelve events. If I if I remember correctly, I think it was twelve events, twelve or eighteen events. Uh, Jared Sawada. So we'll be we'll be watching uh, watching out for Jared Sawada, and hopefully he follows in Brent's footsteps and makes it to the PGA Tour. And the the Corn Ferry Tour will be kicking off their season uh, in the Bahamas uh, at the uh, Bahamas Great Exuma Classic at Sandals Emerald Bay. And that's going to be January 15th to January 18th. Uh, Jared is in the field for that tournament, so good luck to Jared this week. and uh, Or not this week, but the, the week that they play, which is going to be in, in another week or so. And uh, hopefully he... He follows along the same footsteps. Now, I know I heard some things that uh, they are changing um, how you get it, how you get to the uh, PGA Tour from Corn Ferry Tour. It used to be that they would take the top twenty-five money winners at the end of the season, and then they would take also, uh, I want to say, the top twenty-five from the tour championship the corn Ferry tour championship uh i think it's 25 anyhow they're changing that now that they're just taking the top 30 money winners period the top 30 in money for the whole year so uh it's a little different but a few i don't know you could say a few more guys get in by money but then the guys from the tour championship i don't think there's uh I don't think they they have a road in unless they're in that top 30 for money one. So anyhow, good luck to Jared coming up. Uh, Also, we should discuss there's there's been a few rules changes uh, for 2023 with the uh, USGA. And uh, so to briefly go through those, the, the one, there's a modifications for players with disabilities. So, um, like for example, a blind player can have an aid and help help with marking and alignment, um, and those are treated as local rules that committees can enact if they wish. And uh, as of January first, the modifications will become part of the rules, meaning that they will always be in effect for all players with disabilities covered in the guidelines. Um, so they'll always be covered. Uh, there, there's also no penalty if you don't write your handicap on your scorecard. Um, before, I guess, you could get penalized for it, but now they're doing away with that. Um, if you damage a club, now you can replace it. Or any other club, or, you know, if you break your driver or whatever, or any other club, you can replace it um, if you break it. Now, it has to be uh, by accident. You can't snap your you snap a club over your knee um because you got mad and then replace it you're you're not allowed to do that but if it does break say you swing and you hit and you hit a tree and it breaks you can replace it or if you crack the face of your driver you can replace it uh also there's more forgiveness uh for a ball that's moved by natural forces um, and that rule came into effect after Ricky Fowler, uh, at the waste management open, he dropped his ball and it rolled back off the green down into the water. So 
Now, if that happens, you get to replace the ball under with no with no penalty. So you get to put it back, and you don't have to take a penalty. Um, also, for um, when you're taking back of line relief, say like you hit a ball into a penalty area or an unplayable spot, um, when you take that drop, you can drop it on the back line of relief, keeping the pin and where it entered into the into the penalty area in a straight line, you can go back as far as you want. But before, if you drop the ball, when you take your drop, if you drop the ball and it rolled forward towards the hole, you had to redrop it. Um, they're changing that now. Now they're saying that when you take that drop, if the ball rolls forward, it can roll any way, even if it rolls forward, just as long as it comes to rest within one club, club length of where you dropped it. Um, even if it's closer to the hole, that's fine. Um, so those are the rules changes that they've made for this year in 2023. And uh, so if you have any questions about those, you can always go to their website and, and it'll explain in there in further detail about each rule. But basically those are the rules changes. Uh, thank you guys for listening if you have any questions or topics you want to discuss, please shoot me an email at mersplace 808 at gmail.com. Uh, if there's something you want to discuss or ask about, not sure about, please shoot me a message. Let me know. I appreciate your support. If you, uh, For those of you that are supporting the podcast, I really appreciate it. If you want to support the podcast, there's a link you can click, um, and, and everything goes back into the podcast. So I appreciate you guys listening. Thanks for taking time out to listen to the podcast. I know Steve was uh, having sleepless nights because he couldn't listen to the podcast and fall asleep. He wasn't uh, hearing my soothing, sleepless, sleeping voice. <laughs> so Steve, now, now it's back. You can, you can listen and enjoy. Uh, no, but seriously, thank you guys very much. I appreciate it. Uh, again, if you are playing golf, hit them straight, hit them long, but don't hit them very often. Aloha, everybody.